Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Real View Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. With me today is our special guest, Jim Dalrymple. He is a author, writer, reporter uh, with Inman. He focuses on technology in real estate and reports a lot of articles and interesting information on tech and real estate, which is really cool. Really excited uh, to have you on today, Jim. And before we get started on the show, we're going to dive into a lot about social media and Instagram specifically. Um, how our agents and realtors can be successful on Instagram. And he's going to share some tips and tricks and keys to success on how uh, to utilize Instagram to become a top agent. So Jim, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Cool. So before we get started, I have to ask our signature question that we ask all of the guests who join us on the podcast, which is what is the best view that you have ever seen? The first thing that popped into my mind was a literal view that I once had Uh, when I was in my 20s. I was newly married and my wife and I backpacked uh, through Europe, did that whole kind of thing. And uh, one time we decided to go from France to Italy via like the air gondola systems that go by uh, Mont Blanc. So you're up in this like little glass box, like thousands of feet above the ground. I don't know if it's thousands, hundreds maybe. But, you know, we just, we had this view, this sort of expansive view of the Alps and we were high enough up that actually a small airplane actually flew underneath us. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you're way, way up there. It's nuts. I was an English major and a lot of, you know, I read all this like kind of 18th and 19th century, like, you know, poetry about the sublime and sort of the, like the incredible power of nature and stuff. And then to go see it in real life, it was really incredible. I'm not really capturing the the sort of the grandeur of the view, but that's where it was. My recommendation, if you want to go check that out, do it. It's cool. (laughs) No, that's so cool. And I think it explains the saying perfectly, which a picture is worth a thousand words. You can never fully explain visions in your head sometimes and what they look like. But from what you describe, it sounds very cool. (laughs) So thanks for sharing. Yeah, very cool. Not probably not often will you see an airplane fly below you. That's crazy. (laughs) It was incredible. I couldn't believe that we were up there. And yeah, I never thought I'd be so lucky to see something so cool. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. So tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, how uh, we got in contact to do this podcast today, Um, a little bit about your work. Tell us about you. Yeah, of course. So I am uh, a staff reporter. I'm a full-time reporter at Inman. Um, I cover a lot of things about the real estate industry. Originally, I was hired to cover specifically tech, and that's still a large part of what I do. But I also cover a variety of other things as well. I feel like I get uh, sort of a unique, I'm, I'm really fortunate, I get this kind of unique glimpse into real estate. I'm not an agent, I'm not a realtor, but I talk to sometimes dozens of agents a week for various stories. Prior to working in Inman, I was a reporter covering other beats and that kind of thing, but I was always sort of a real estate junkie. I'd spend my weekends at open houses. I, you know, I'd, I'd like talk shop with my own agent when I was buying a house and stuff. And, and so I always just kind of had this sort of like interest. And eventually I, I thought, you know what, I'm a reporter. I love real estate. I could probably put those together. So that's kind of what brought me to where 
I am now and uh, kind of what led to this conversation among the like many tech things that I cover. I did a, a piece or a few pieces on social media and specifically on Instagram and uh, spoke with a bunch of agents on how they're using the platform, how they get leads, how they're making a lot of money using Instagram and, and all of that. That's kind of what led us to where we are right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Don't do you feel sometimes like you are an agent or you are a realtor with just like the amount of knowledge and, and how immersed you are in their everyday world? Yeah, sometimes. I think that agents do, obviously, I don't presume to be as an ex, as much of an expert as most agents. But yeah, I've spoken with agents and they're like, yeah, you know, you love it so much. Why don't you just be an agent? I'm like, well, my skill set is reporting. But yeah, it's always tempting, you know, like I do love it. And there are a lot of things that I think are really great about the real estate industry. And so one of the things I love about my current job, it's an education. You know, it's, it's like going to school. I've been doing this for three years now. It's like I've, I've been getting a degree for three years in real estate, right? Where I, I just talk to the best voices every day, all day. That's what I do. So cool. Yeah. And you have a true understanding of, of the real estate game. Um, even though you aren't actually practicing it, you're immersed in living part of it every day and understanding it. So I think that's really cool. So let's get into the show. I want to hear about Instagram. We all know the importance of social media and what it can bring to the business as realtors, but Instagram is special. It's king almost, I think, in today's world, especially in the visual world that we're living in. And people are spending more time than ever on social media, just with the pandemic, um, you know, coming out of that, all of us uh, being in our homes, social media has become so ingrained in our everyday lives. So tell us a little bit about why Instagram, why is that kind of the number one uh, in the social media game and that realtors are seeing so much success with? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest reason is Instagram is first and foremost a visual medium. There are other social media platforms, Twitter, for example, which is you can share photos and images on Twitter, but it's primarily about sharing text and insights. Well, you know, Facebook, again, you can share photos. Facebook is very visual, but it, it didn't start out as a way to share photos. Instagram, it's natively about imagery. And I think that lends itself really well to an industry where sort of one of the primary jobs of an agent is to share and promote images of property, right? Like that's how you sell a house or how you expose buyers to a house is through imagery. And so I think that like that image focused sort of DNA really lends itself well to real estate. I think that also Instagram is owned by Facebook and Facebook has shown a willingness to win. When there are competitor social networks that arise, Facebook either buys them in the case of WhatsApp, for example, or when they can't do that in the case of Snapchat, they just copy them. Instagram is constantly evolving and adding new features. And so Unlike some social networks like Vine, I don't know if anyone here is going to remember Vine. I used to love Vine. Mm -hmm, me too. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It, and it was also yeah. a visual medium. But, you know, like it, it, it rose, it became popular, and then now it's gone. It totally disappeared. And Facebook has shown a willingness to not let that happen with Instagram. Or they're going to continue to try to make sure that it stays relevant. It started out with like a lot of younger users, as a lot of platforms do. It's evolved to be people of all ages, and it's really where a lot of audiences are and live. Even as new players come up on, you know, new kids on the block come along, Instagram continues to be where there's a huge amount of audience. And so I think the, and, uh, an audience looking for visuals. It's kind of a long answer, but I think that's the main reason why it works so well for real estate. Yeah, absolutely. And it's growing too. I mean, it's just, there's no signs of it slowing down. And like you said about it kind of uh, mimicking uh, other social media uh, that are out there, 
one of those things that they do is with these feeds and reels and stories. And for those of our listeners who don't really know, you know what that is, I mean, they may be familiar with Instagram and yes, you go on and you post a photo and, and you know, you think that that's it, but they've had Instagram added this whole new component with these videos. And they've really kind of started to emphasize these feeds and stories and reels. Talk to us a little bit about what those are and how um, agents utilize them. I think probably most of us are familiar with what Instagram calls the feed. This is just, if you have ever gone on Instagram, even once, this is what you see. It's just a feed of photos. You scroll vertically, you run through them. It's pictures. You can add more than one photo, so you get what's called a carousel. So you can scroll uh, sideways, but, but basically just like a long list of photos. And that is still super important to Instagram. Like if you are using Instagram as a platform, you definitely need to have a good feed. Um, it's sometimes the landing page where people are going to find your content. But as competitors arose, Instagram diversified its offerings. So now when you open up the app, you're going to see like a, a row of circles across the top. It'll be like profile pictures. So like if you looked at mine, it'd be my a picture of my face as a little circle all along the top or something. And uh, that is called stories. This was basically an imitation of Snapchat. So Facebook was trying to compete with Snapchat and stories came along and they added that. The biggest differentiating factor of stories is that they are temporary. They stay live for 24 hours. I'm older than a lot of, I'm in my late 30s. So like I, when, when this came along, I was just like, why would you ever want to put temporary content up? You go through all this effort to make it. I think that the result of that temporary nature of stories, it gives people a little bit more flexibility there. You can maybe be a little bit more personable, a little less polished. It turns out that actually there are a lot of good uses for it. You can kind of just throw things up. For example, if you're doing a, a house tour, right, you may not want to put 30 photos up in your feed where people are going to get bogged down. They're not going to look at all that stuff. If you put it in your story, you know, you can put up a lot more and people just tap through it really quickly. It has its uses. It's actually become really popular and Instagram puts it right there at the top of the app. So it's the first thing that people see when they open it up. So if you want to succeed in Instagram, you've got to do, you've got to pay attention to the stories. And I think one other thing to add on that, I guess, is like the, because it's temporary it can be a good way to build an audience because your audience has a need to come back to you, right? Like if you are consistently posting stories, you build an expectation among viewers that they need to check you, your content frequently, right? They can't just log on once a week and check what photo you've posted. They've got to come back every day. And that helps you build consistency. It helps you build your audience and that kind of thing. So that's stories. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. I think too, really quick, one other thing on stories is 
one of the things I love about them is the ability to repost other individuals' content to your stories. It's so easy to do. And like, we know yeah. how busy our agents and our realtors are. Totally. And if you, you know, are out and, and you know, you're not going to be able to maybe have those five, six, seven stories posted for the day and you go on and you see something, it is so easy to hit that repost and share it to your story. And you automatically have um, content generated from that. So that's one of the things I personally love. I share so much content on my stories. And that's one of the things that I, I love about them. My favorite accounts on Instagram that I, I consistently check personally just for fun are not accounts that create a lot of their own content. They're accounts that are expert curators, if you will. Mm -hmm. They follow a lot of accounts that have really cool stuff. You follow, you know, a hundred or 500 accounts or something like that. And you sort of have your pick of the litter there of what you can share. You don't have to be a great photographer, you know, like maybe in a, in a hot market, maybe you, you don't have like a lot of listings, right? You don't have a photo of a house that you're selling to post every day because it's a competitive market out there. People are fighting hard for listings. So Instead, you can find cool imagery from other places. Maybe your interest is in real estate itself, but it could be in architecture or interior design or food or whatever it is. And you build kind of a persona using other people's content. And I think we could talk to you a little bit um, after we kind of go through the, the rest of Instagram is the importance of engaging too with some of these different accounts and how that can help uh, build your repertoire with these different accounts and, and how that can in return uh, build your business as well. And we can get into that and how to build and engage with an audience um, in a little bit here. But yeah. yeah, great stuff on stories. Yeah, I'll just really quick go to reels here. So when you open up Instagram at the bottom of the screen, there's going to be like a few little icons or buttons in the middle there's going to be kind of a, a little square with rounded corners with a little play triangle on it that will take you to reels and reels much in the way that stories copied snapchat reels copied tiktok so reels is focused around video and you scroll up you just keep swiping up and up and up and the algorithm that they've developed will try and feed you better and better content tiktok is still much bigger than Reels. Instagram might be bigger than TikTok, but TikTok is bigger than the Reels section of TikTok. And I love TikTok, so I don't want to you know, suggest that it's dying either. But Instagram definitely sort of overtook Snapchat. And if they can repeat that, then Reels will overtake TikTok at some point. So the outcome there remains to be seen. The point is that Reels is important and also that Instagram rewards people who use different parts of the app. So if you want Instagram's algorithms to sort of elevate your content and put it in front of more people, uh, you need to use all of these different features. So using Reels is a way to do that. So you shoot video, uh, it doesn't have to be super polished again, it could be kind of anything, but it is video and uh, you post it to your Reels. So that's the gist with Reels, not as old, but it's definitely uh, growing in popularity. Absolutely. And that's kind of a perfect lead into content. So we have these different stories and reels and, and regular posts. What should agents be doing as far as content? I know we talked a little bit about reposting and resharing some things and taking, you know, photos of listings and things like that. But what is that content? What should that look like for our agents? You know, I think maybe one place to start here is maybe some of the pitfalls because over the course of reporting a variety of stories, I have to find agents to talk to me, you know, like maybe there's a listing I'm reporting on or some tech trend. And so a lot of times I end up on agent uh, Instagram pages as I'm looking for contact information. 
sort of two kinds of agents. There are agents who are really, really good at social media, but there are, are some agents out there, like their Instagram feeds are filled with just sort of like the main listing photo with maybe some text, you know, like one, two, three, four Smith street is for sale for four eighty nine or something like that. You know what I mean? I think you can sprinkle that stuff in, but that is not what the agents who are succeeding at these platforms are doing based on what I've seen. If that's working for, you know, any particular person who's listening to this, by all means, keep doing it. But the agents who I have seen succeed on these platforms are really not doing that at all. And I say this because it's a very common way to approach the platforms. And so what the agents who are succeeding are doing is they're sort of situate, they're do, I think they're doing a few things. One, they're kind of situating their content in sort of a broader conversation. A really good example of this is one of the agents I talked to for my most recent Instagram story. She mostly sort of does these kind of meme trends. Earlier this year, there was this trend. It originated on TikTok, but it made its way to Instagram, where there's just kind of like these four guys kind of like swaying back and forth, doing this like really simple dance. And for whatever reason, it became really popular. Everybody was kind of remixing it. And she decided to remix it herself. She superimposed herself into this video, which is kind of what the trend was, and did her own little dance and then put some text up relating to what she did professionally. Her text was, when your buyer's offer finally gets accepted. And she's kind of doing this little slow, victorious dance, right? And so it was about real estate, but it, it didn't show a house. It just kind of conveyed something to her audience about her, if that makes sense. I think it really illustrates how to succeed here is you want to sort of, rather than just tell people what you're selling, you want to tell them who you are. You want to give them a sense of what kind of a person you are. And that ever, all of the agents I've spoken with recently are doing this. They're taking trends and they're um, applying them to what they do personally. Or they're, I, I talked to one agent who he finds other, he finds photographers who take really cool imagery of his city. Not a, not a real, not real estate photographers, but just you know, skyline images and sunset images, and he reshares those on his profile. And so, I mean, there are literally an infinite number of ways you can succeed with these platforms, but I think that you have to think, like, what am I saying about myself? Am I saying I'm a sports fan? Am I saying I'm a foodie? Am I into, into interior design? Do I have a dog, right? Like, if you share images or, or content about your dog, other people who are dog lovers are going to feel a connection to you, and they're more likely to reach out with a lead potentially using you as their as their agent then if you just you know like i've got a house for sale for you know three hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is so that would be kind of my like sort of a high level overview is share share content that conveys something about you that allows your clients or potential clients to have an emotional connection to you to that would make them want to use you not just buy something from you no, that makes total sense. And not only do realtors, are they selling homes, but you're also selling yourself and you're in competition with these other other realtors out there. And what's going to make you stand out? What makes you unique? What makes you the best person uh, for your job? And like you said, that's what people are going to relate to. And also it's fun, you know, and I think social media has changed in the sense that it was so much photography and so much photo focus. And now it's kind of this showing off who you are and showing off your life and your style and, and the example you gave of, of, 
um, recreating a video. You know, we see so much of that with, with trends on TikTok of everyone just imitating the same videos or same dances. That's where you get to show off who you are and why uh, you're an amazing agent and why you should get the listing. And social media, Instagram is a great place to do that with those ways that you're mentioning. So say we got down, you know, our content, we know what we're doing, we're utilizing, you know, reels and live videos, and we're utilizing all that taking advantage of everything that Instagram has to offer. And I think that's important to mention too, is that we should be taking advantage of everything. And it shouldn't be I only post on stories, or I only, you know, am posting regular posts, but you got to take advantage of, of all that Instagram has to offer. Is that right? That's absolutely right. And this is something that several of the sort of agents, and by the way, I, I specifically looked to talk to agents who had built followings of you know tens of thousands of followers or more, the hundreds of thousands in some cases, and yeah, they said like if you use uh, just the feed, if you you might post really awesome imagery just into your feed, but if you're not using stories and reels, Instagram is not going to show that content to as many people. Like it's all algorithmic. It used to be that Instagram po- displayed things in chronological order. So if you follow fifty people, all fifty of, of those people post something. You just see it in the order that they posted it. That hasn't been true for several years now. Now, the content that gets the most engagement is at the top of people's app. And the content that is, comes from users who are using all the parts of the platform. So you really have to do everything if you want to succeed on the platform. And doing it on a consistent basis, too, yes. which I think is, is so really important. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. You do have to be consistent, I think, partly because you want the algorithm to treat you well sort of more broadly, more philosophically maybe, uh, because you want to establish an expectation for your audience. Um, And I talk to agents who are like, yeah, I post three times a day. I post, you know, all these, but I also talk to agents who post, you know, three times a week. And I think you can succeed doing either one. You just need to be consistent. People need to understand that they can come to your profile every Monday and there's going to be something new there or whatever it is, whatever you want them to, to understand. Let's say you post every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? And then, you know, you skip a week. The people aren't going to unfollow you, but they might start losing that expectation that they can come check your, your content. It's training the audience, essentially. Yes. You're training people yeah. what to expect from you. Yeah, and I think really quick also on that is the, the amount you post on the different parts of the platform varies. Like because stories disappear after one day, you need to post. If you're going to use stories, it's best to post every day. And that doesn't have to be extensive. You don't need, like you were saying, you don't even have to have your own content. You can just share someone else's content. But if you don't post in stories every day, you're going to start losing uh, the algorithm, if nothing else. And, and so just establish uh, patterns and play around with it, I guess. See what works best for you with stories, with the feed and with reels, and, and then stick to that plan for a while. Yeah, and that's a great way to, to gain those followers is showing that you're consistent, letting them know that they can expect to hear from you um, on a regular basis and that they're going to see, you know, some cool stuff when they when they do. So what else? How else can um, realtors gain those followers and see those numbers rise on their accounts? I think if you're trying to build a following, there are a variety of ways to do that. A while back, I did an experiment on my own account where like sort of also an architecture nerd. So I was posting like a lot of architecture content and I'm also not an agent. So I I don't have like a sort of real business motive for building a, a following, but I, I wanted to see. So I would post sort of architectural photos that I took and then I'd post like 30 hashtags on them. And then I would go and I would click on those ha- or tap on those hashtags and I would like as many other people's photos as 
I could. And I did. Like I added like 3,000 followers doing that. But what I also discovered was those were not quality follows, right? Like most, some people stuck around, but like if I stopped posting, I would start losing followers quickly. And so I think from that, um, we can learn that there's like moderation is, is an important thing. And so for example, when it comes to hashtags, the agents that I spoke with said that you probably want to limit your hashtag use to like eight-ish or so. You can do, I think, up to 30 or something. I, I don't remember the exact number. You can do a lot. But hashtags are useful. They do put your content in front of new audiences. There's no need to just overload your posts with hashtags. Choose a few and choose them smartly. So for example, if you post a picture of a, of a house that you're, you're selling or that you're representing and you hashtag it real estate, no one's going to see that, right? Like probably a billion photos tagged hashtag real estate you're just going to get lost in the crowd. Like it's going to be visible to other people for like one second. So you want to choose hashtags that are more specific. If you're working in somewhere in Ohio, like in Columbus or something like that, you know, like Columbus real estate might more effective. That still might be too broad. You might want to tag it with your neighborhood, right? Or it's like, if there's like a prominent local architect or developer who built the house, right? You might want to hashtag it with their name. You know, we just passed Halloween, right? Like Maybe the, the house was decorated for Halloween. So like maybe there are some Halloween hashtags, but hashtag Halloween would be way too broad. You know, like maybe there's a, some, a ghost in the front yard or something, right? Like, like that. So, you, you know, you look at that. The point being that hashtags are a useful way to build an audience, but you want to be, you want to deploy them in specific ways. You don't want to just do broad hashtags that everyone's using. You want to think about the specifics that you can use as hashtags. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one way to build an audience. Another way that folks that I talk to are using is interacting with people who are bigger than themselves on the platform. So if you don't have a lot of followers right now, you can go find people who are kind of in the same space as you. Those could be other agents in your same market. They could be like big time agents, you know, who like, you know, like I, I talked to a guy who would like interact with like Barbara Corcoran and stuff like that. You know, this particular guy that I talked to, he set notifications on his phone. So as soon as these big names posted something, he would get a, his phone would light up and he'd go in there and he'd leave a comment like, this is so cool or something, preferably something more substantive than that. But then other people would see that. Sometimes those big names would see that. Other people would interact because he was posting so quickly after those posts went up everyone else who wanted to see that image would see his name as well. They'd be like, oh, who is this guy who's always interacting? They'd tap his name, they'd go to his profile, they'd follow, and he built a following that way. So hashtags, interacting with people, trying to have authentic interactions. You know, I, I mentioned a second ago that I just would like follow as many people as I could or like their posts. And that's just, that those aren't really authentic interactions. They, they don't last. You want people to feel like you're a real human being interacting. They don't want to feel like you're a bot. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple of ways that come to mind. Those are a great bit of advice. And, you know, we're not saying spend, you know, your entire day on social media. And I think that's what can be overwhelming for some of our agents. They're like, I have to sell houses and run a social media account. You know, how am I going to do this? But it's just spending, you know, five, 10 minutes throughout the day, checking in, posting, creating that content. I'm a big fan of scheduling too, you know, whenever you can do that, have stuff pre-planned throughout the week, you know, if you want, you know, create some videos when you have the time and then save them to post them later. I think that's, you know, a great bit of advice too, if you're worried about the amount of time. But 
you can be really effective in a short amount of time with social media and especially Instagram. And I think that that's one of the great things about it. So check out Instagram, use all of the features. You can, you can really be successful with it. And as you've mentioned in your article, you've spoken to numerous agents who have got referrals and have grown their business just from using their Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't quite grasp the scope of this until I started doing some reporting. I mean, I knew agents were doing it. Some agents were really successful, but yeah, like millions in commission, Mm -hmm. right? Like people are doing a lot of business. Everybody has kind of their preferred social network. Like some people are on Facebook, some are on YouTube, but Instagram is really powerful. Like you can make a lot of money. Like that can be your primary lead generation source if you want it to be. Absolutely. And I know perfect example, like for me, I will, if I'm going out to eat or looking for a new place to try, I will always look up their Instagram because I want to see their food. I want to see right. you know, what people are posting about it. And it would be the same if I was looking to hire an agent, you know, I would want to see who they are, what they're like, how they're going to sell my home. And Instagram is a perfect place to do that. So Jim, thanks so much for breaking this uh, world of Instagram down for us. This was, this was super helpful. I've learned stuff and I know that our listeners uh, will have things to take away from this as well. So thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure and uh, glad to chat. Yeah, no, this is really great. So to all of our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time. This has been a Humble Pod production. 